Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Ramos Weekly Podcast. My regular co-host, T-Mac, Tony McKinnon, <laughs> could not be here today, so we brought in the human jukebox, <laughs> Anthony Washington is in the house today. Hello, hello. From Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, I'm yeah. not from Willacoochee, well, Georgia. Yeah. Tony's from Willacoochee, Georgia. Yeah, and, and you, don't, you don't like crawfish. No. Well, I actually do like crawfish. Oh, you do like crawfish. Yes, I do like, I like seafood. Yeah, yeah, so Tony always tells us about crawfish pie yeah. or crawfish something. Yeah. He, he likes he likes. Crawfish. Those Southerners, they they eat it all, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to anybody that's a Southerner, but anyway, Anthony, you know, once again we're having bipolar weather here in Oklahoma. Yes. Um, we actually are recording this on March the third. Not sure when it's going to release, but March the third we're recording it. Last week we had snow on the ground, and today um, we have a high of eighty. It's actually eighty-one degrees right now. I love it. Eighty-one yeah. degrees, and so last week I think it was like seventeen or yeah, twenty or something. Winter wonderland, something stupid, crazy like that. So. Yeah, you know I'm from the north, and so like it's snow outside. What do you do? You go out and you shovel your snow. So I go out there, and I'm the only one shoveling my snow. And uh, my but, neighbor, he's very meticulous about his yard, and so I'm like, wait, why he's not out there? But then it dawns on me, everybody just don't shovel it because they just wait, they just wait around because in two days it'll be eighty degrees and it all melt away. So I learned my lesson this year. <laughs> Don't shovel your snow. Just wait a couple yeah. of days, and the weather will be nice. Yeah. Actually, I just threw some ice melt on top of the snow oh, really? and, and walked on. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it was Winter Bible Seminar, so we had a lot of things going on yes. during, during that week. Had a wonderful Winter Bible it Seminar. Was great. Uh, once again, you know, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, if you want to send us an email, send us an email podcast at rhema.org. Rhema spelled R H E M A. Podcast at rhema.org. Or you can like us on Instagram and Facebook. And then once again, we are having a campaign to get Doug Jones on the program. He has kept denying us and denying us and denying us. So please send him an email, djones at rhema.org, and request that he comes on the podcast. You know, we believe if we send enough emails that sooner or later God will speak to his yes. heart. Well, you might, you might just throw out his phone number here yeah, and well. let, let him send the text. <laughs> yeah. We thought about that. Yeah. And that, that is our, um, our guest today. We have Nate and Ev- Evan Slagle. Um, they're from Alma, Arkansas, um, beyond church, I guess. Is, is your, um, they're our guest today. So Nate and Evan, um, welcome to the program. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Honored to be here. And so... Um, um, just kind of give us your story. I mean, you know, um, how you heard about Rame. I know you're Rame grads. You said, when did you say you graduated, Nate? Uh, 03. 03. Mm-hmm. 03, yep. So both 03. You played for the Rame Eagles. Yeah. Um, Me yeah. and my wife did too. Oh, you, you, did. you played? I did. I yeah. did, yeah. Yeah, Miss uh, Coach uh, Perry Shockley and Olivia D. Camilli. Yeah. So. Yeah. Y'all look so young. We That's called her Coach O. Yeah. Coach O, yeah. <laughs> Coach O, yep. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, so wonderful times. Anyway, talk to you about talk to us about how you came to Rama. How old were you? I don't know if you grew up heathen or how you guys grew up. Or, but um, <laughs> you know, well, there are some people that that grew up in church, and there's some people that man, I didn't know anything about God. And you know, one day, I, I mean, I said the sinner's prayer, and next thing, my grandma gave me a word of faith, and I was on a bus coming to Rama. Or something. Yeah. yeah, you know, so so everyone's story is different. Yeah, our story, our story, I'd say for for us being together, it starts out with. Uh, her parents, um, they graduated, and I want to say '83, right? Is that or Some early early '80s? 80s. Yeah. Um, and so they graduated Rainbow before I was born. But um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so 
uh, we love you. Um, but no, so so they graduated Rama, and so uh, and they they worked on staff uh, at Pastor McAllen's church in, in uh, Minneapolis or Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And um, it was McAllen Hammond for you guys might mm-hmm. yeah not, Ma- might not know yeah McAllen <laughs> Hammond yeah at Living Word and um, and so they were on staff there and uh, I kind of moved into the picture coming started coming to that church in about uh, fifth grade. Um, we moved from a small so town. you're real old. Yeah, yeah. So and, and were you heathen before? No, I was really, I was really heathen. Actually, that's what happened. I, they, they got my parents are like, we got to get these kids in church. I'm one of six kids, and and we had to get it in the church. And and I saw her on the playground. I was like, dang, you know. Um, and 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 so we, I started liking her, and uh, and and she started liking me back, and. It was a, it was kind of a cool deal because her parents they said oh yeah you know you can come sit with us up front in church you know well my story was kind of like you know um, we moved from a small town to the big city I got in with the wrong crowd at a very young age fourth grade uh, got into um, uh, over playing Super Nintendo got into pornography um, uh, at, at the neighbor's house yeah. uh, the older brother came down typed in some code and we're like these little kids and. Anyway, kind of crazy. On Super Nintendo? No, we were on Super Nintendo, and then he, like, unplugged it, right? And we're like, hey, man, we were playing Mario. And he's, like, you know, put, punched in some code, and all of a sudden popped on the Playboy channel, right? And so that was my... Wow. Yeah, so I'm in fourth grade. So this is kind of crazy, right? So you got this, like, this is... Here's this fourth grader that's like, whoa. Yeah. And yet, for the next eight months before we moved, um, it, it had its hooks in me, right? And so when I moved over uh, and we moved to this church um, and I I saw her on the playground, it was like, hey, she's pretty, you know, and but it was cool because her parents, they saw something in me and they just said, hey, why don't you come sit up front in church? Well, uh, this is, you know, obviously there's a few years in in this that's fast forward in here, but they said, come sit up front in church. And um, and I was like, you know, confessing my sins, you know, and like, don't call all my bad stuff out. And anyway, that's what you do when you sit close. You do, you right? Sure you get, Listen, like, I, Lord, you don't have to start telling yeah, my business to everybody. I get it right it. privately. It. <laughs> and uh, no, there's a there's a lady, uh, uh, Diane Thomas. She came up and um, and she said after church, she said, you know, Pastor Mac was speaking and it's like he just stopped talking and the Lord started talking to me about you and the call of God on your life. And and I was like, no. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm serious. And she began to just talk to me. And, and uh, it changed my life, the love of God. And um, it's like, I, I, I've been saying this a lot lately, but, you know, I was saved when I, when I believed in him, but I, I was transformed at that moment when I found out he believed in me. And uh, it just changed my life. It changed me forever. And, uh, and we were probably... Um, we were a year apart, so I'm a year older than my wife, and uh, I was going into ninth grade, and we, we just, I was just so hungry when I, when, once God found me that way, and it was like, I, I, I answered that, just like, use me, Lord, but it, don't be playing, don't go back on your word, if you're going to use me, use me all the way, tell, like, this has got, and it just, it had me, and we decided, you know, because we were going to be separating schools, because I was going into high school. Yeah. <laughs> that we're going to, we're going to make a holy, solemn pledge, you know, to like, get married and go to Ramah. Right. Wow. So it, that's kind of the opposite of, of most people. And so we dated all through high school or um, we never got to go alone anywhere, never went to a house alone, never went to a room alone. Never. I mean, we, her parents were very vigilant on that. And it was it was a good thing. Or, um, but so, so you knew in eighth grade you're going to go to Ramah. Yeah. So her, she was eighth grade. I was ninth grade. Okay, guys, ninth grade. Yeah. guys, it takes guys a little longer usually, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, yeah. So we, we said that, mm-hmm. and then we came down for uh, actually Rainbow Weekend. Um, I, I, I was my it was my senior year or your senior year. 
I think my senior yeah. year. And we came down and um, we actually visited College of the Ozarks because um, people were saying, oh, you know, you need to go there and da da da. And so we went and visited that. And we just didn't have a witness on the inside. And when we came and stepped foot on the Rama campus, we had a witness in mm -hmm. our spirit. It was a, that's the way I can explain it. And I think it's just important to note, like, as a young person, you have a, a witness. Yes. Like, we were just mm -hmm. talking a minute ago about, like, there's no junior Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, your kids, like, you, you hear, you, you got that witness from the Lord. So that was really huge for us to come down to rate the Rama weekend and just put our feet on the campus yeah. and just get that witness on, in our heart. And so that's how we you know, ended up here. We got married three weeks out of high school. Mm -hmm. I was a year older, so I was, I was working, saving money. Three weeks out of high school, got married, uh, went on our honeymoon. Three weeks after that, we were down here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the heat from Minnesota oh, yeah. to the heat. It was crazy. And, uh, and, and jumped right into, into Rama. So, yeah. so that, that's, that's pretty wild. It's so. pretty wild. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, obviously you didn't grow up, you know, you, you might have had some issues in fourth grade, but you didn't grow up heathen. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I, I guess maybe not pull, pull heathen, yeah, but, you know, yeah. the enemy, he, he's, he's strategic, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, so you, you showed up here, so I guess you graduated in 2003, so that was 2001? Yeah, we, we got married in late, oh, oh, like in June of 2002, I guess 2003, yeah, 2003, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Wow. So. Yeah, so um, you got down here, so, I mean, Obviously, you came out of Macklin Hammond's church, so so you were used to the Word of Faith teaching that that kind of stuff. So, but was there things that you learned that you you know, um, I mean, this kind of what, something that kind of just was surprised you that you actually learned while you were here. I mean, I, I feel like the depth of knowing for yourself of the Word of God to where you actually own the truth yeah. instead of your mom and dad's faith. It, it, there was there was things and uh, in the Word of God that were just they were completely implanted i mean wouldn't you say that yeah and we talk about that i mean it does seem even when we've been here for winter bible and even our kids have mentioned it just that there's such an anointing here to teach yeah. specifically at Rama, you can you can feel the anointing to teach the word and to impart yeah. and so i think that was a big thing that we noticed was just the anointing and just how it's just opened up yeah. maybe more than a typical Sunday sermon or Wednesday sermon, because we were really involved in our church and thankful for the roots and everything that we have. But I would say there is a depth and a revelation here that I don't think you can get anywhere else until you come here. Yeah, yeah. they say the, like, the anointing comes with the call. And yeah. so like when, I, when you think about that, well, legitimately you come here and there is an anointing mm -hmm. on, on, on this place to impart. Mm -hmm. and, and we say this all the time, like you don't get it just from a teaching or not being in a place. Right. And mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it's funny because we have, um, we have three boys. And so we were just here at winter Bible with them. And, um, so we, we came middle of the week and, and we stayed through and, the, and we brought on the way home, we were talking to our kids and again, one's 17, one's 15 and one's 12, 17 is going to be 18 this year. And so he's, he's really looking for it for his life. And, and, and he actually said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to Rama, you know, from just being oh, here, he awesome. said that just, it just, I can't explain it, but just, I just, I, that's where I've got to be. There was something about it. Well, my 15 year old, and, uh, he's, he's, he, you know, he's pretty cool. He's like Mr. Style and all that kind of stuff. You know, he's, <laughs> he's sharp and, and, and he's so all the, all of those kind of things he's, um, but, but it, on the way home, we were just talking with him and we said, so what did you, what did the Lord speak to your hearts? What was, and he, what he said, he said, you know, it was different. It was different, but it was so good. Like the songs were different, but they were good. 
it was like really good. Yeah. Like I, and he was trying to explain what he was feeling in his spirit, yeah. but yeah. he couldn't articulate yeah. the, uh, the things that, that don't change. And that like that, that just in a sense, that spirit to impart. And we actually walked in, um, um, when, um, help Miss me, Denise. when Miss Denise, uh, she was, uh, bringing forth a word. We sat down. We, so that was Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. So yeah. we came over Wednesday morning. We were going to be here for the first thing, but it yeah, started. Now, now, how far drive is it from, from almost? So an hour and 45 minutes, yeah. mm-hmm. but the snow and the ice, oh, we yeah. came so anyway. Yeah, because I forgot, I forgot it snowed that yeah. day. So we yeah. left. We left really like pressed our way. Before yeah. 7. We left, we left before. We like left at 6, 6.30 in the morning. So we were going to get here and, and be there for the first deal, you know. And, and we come in, and we end up going into the balcony because it was like it was packed, right? Yeah. And so we get up to the balcony, we sit down, and I'm like, we're maybe seated 15 seconds, so everybody's hooked in, she's talking. So she, are, you, are your kids with you? And mm-hmm. our kids are with us, okay. all three boys, and we're, we're sit down, and she opens, and she says, well, let me just tell you about this prophecy. Yeah. And it's about, it's about the, kid, the, 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 the young generation. people yeah. Yeah. that have yet to That's step foot foot on the campus of Rama and my kids i mean like i'm like kind of like you know doing the the dad thing like got the wow. eagle eye over there and it's just like they're just sitting there kind of like you know wide-eyed like god's reading my mail he's like speaking to our hearts and mm-hmm. it was just so cool god mm-hmm. just he's just so cool so wow. it, and it's amazing to see how god is you know Ms. and he said that god is a generational god mm-hmm. and god is even starting getting hold of the next generation mm-hmm. you know and he's speaking mm-hmm. to their hearts and mm-hmm. like that's why i always tell people you know like i grew up in church but i always tell people like kids when you're in church like god is doing something in mm-hmm. them it's, it's something is it's ha- some mm-hmm. things are happening in them and so that's why it's important for us but but even growing up in church yeah it wasn't until you came to raymond that you got a full, full reality of even some of the things you learned. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. They made God make a lot more sense coming yeah, in. Absolutely. I, mean, I was a little confused. <laughs> a lot of things were probably just a lot of tradition. Yes. A lot, lot of mm-hmm. this was, yes. we just do this because everybody right. does it. Right. You know, not right. not because, you know, you know, you know this, this is why we do it. Now, right. In fact, someone was telling me one thing like about, you know, my grandfather's teaching is he, he explains a lot of examples yeah. and stuff. And they're talking about another minister who they really, really like. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, their life was changed by the other minister. But they said he doesn't provide as many examples as Brother Hagen, so sometimes he just breaks it down a little bit easier for yeah. you to understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, not not that the other person didn't change their right. life; it was just when he got a hold of his teachings. But yeah. but also is interesting because um, um, one of the big things that I I do here at Rama is I'm in charge of all the marketing basically, and pretty much have been for most of my life because every time we found had somebody else, they've always left and went to the ministry somewhere or whatever. So, but anyway, you know, we've been really putting a, a, a new focus on, on how do we market our school? I mean, you know, because obviously we believe that we're the best Bible training um, college in, yes. in the world. Yes. Um, and so I've, I asked some of our earlier graduates, you know, Doug Jones, who won't come on the program for right. whatever, D Jones, <laughs> Raymond.org, you know, Doug was, Doug was in our very first class. I mean, you, you ask him, you know, why do you come? And it was just, you know, the Holy Ghost yeah. told them. I mean, pretty much, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, there was like we had a small little thing in the Word of Faith magazine. Hey, we're starting a Bible school. And from that, you know, the Lord just spoke to him. You need to get down there. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to um, Patsy Caminetti now. Her name is Patsy Beerman, which came to Rama. And, and so I was asking her some same question. I mean, they were both younger when they when they came. She goes, Craig, it, it was just the Holy Ghost. We yeah. just need to pray that the Holy Ghost will, will lead the right people um, to be here, mm-hmm. you know, great. and so incredible story because I just talked to now 
Uh, I don't know if you guys know this now. We you can actually start raiment in the spring, yeah, and not just the fall. Like, yep. and so we had our largest spring intake. We had sixty six students, and we've never even had fifty students came in in the spring. Wow. And so, so one of our new students actually they're originally from um, um, India, and so a lot of people in India actually listen to our podcast. Yes. I don't know why, but they do. Um, but they're originally <laughs> from India. But his job was over in Kuwait, and they started, they were in Kuwait for like eight years, and. Um, and so I guess they got came to the United States. I don't know. I don't know the whole details because it was fast conversation. They said, "The you know we came to Rama." Well, first of all, she said, "Well, the Holy Ghost led us." And then I said, "Well, how did He lead you?" He said, "I Google Bible schools." I mean, That's what I did. she flat out just Google Bible <laughs> schools, and 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 the Lord led her, oh. you know, to Rama. And then Amazing. she came and came and visited, and you know, and now now they're here, students, you know, and you just. I mean, you know, obviously when you Google Bible schools, I'm, I'm sure there's a ton of Bible schools that, that come up. Yeah. Um, you know, I try to m- make sure it comes up higher, but I don't even know where. If you just Google the word Bible school, yeah. and, don't it put, comes up. and don't put Tulsa, I don't know where we fall on the list. Yeah. Um, hopefully number one, but I don't know if it is number one anymore. Um, but, um, you know, it is interesting. And it, maybe you're out there listening to, you know, today, and maybe you, you feel called to the ministry, or maybe you just want to learn more about the Bible. If you'll just go to rbtc.org, rbtc.org, you can go on there. You can give us your information, um, your your name, your name, your phone number, and your email, and we'll email you a packet immediately. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's many things you can you can um, see there on the website. We'll also have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, and we'll try to schedule a time, whether it be a Raymond College weekend or sometime to come and visit. Because like Nate was saying, there's just something about visiting the campus. Yes. I mean, when you come to campus, yeah. there's, there's just a change. And so whether it's a college weekend, whether it's one of our special events, we'll try to schedule a weekend for, for that. Um, but rbtc.org. Um, curious question for both of you guys. Um, when you came to Raymond, obviously, I know you grew up in a Word of Faith church, um, but did you feel a special calling to go into ministry, or you just come learn to learn more about the Bible? Um, Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I felt like um, when uh, and I kind of shared that testimony, the call of God on your life, when I answered that call, it felt like, you know what, I want to serve the Lord, and I don't know what it looks like. Yeah. I didn't have a preconceived yeah. idea or a desire for a platform, which just seems to be a little bit different today's day and age because of all social media and hype and yeah. just wow. notoriety and things. Yeah. It was just more or less. Um, but I, I guess in today's day and world, you can be a social media influencer without actually being a pastor. That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yes, true. But yeah. yeah, I just wanted to serve. And, I and, mean, you can become a celebrity on just, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Not really doing much either. Just uh-huh. showing people what you're doing in that's your life. True. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you're going to be a, a food critic. Right. <laughs> a mukbang. So, yeah. It was a mukbang. Just watching people eat food. Yeah. So, so what about you, Evan? Yeah, I I just had always had a desire. I mean, I grew up in church, and but my heart was always just to want to serve the Lord. I knew I felt a call to ministry, but like he said, I didn't have any preconceived ideas of what that looked like. Just felt hungry for the Lord. And I think one thing that's cool about Rhema that I feel like obviously that mandate that brother Hagen had to do what go teach my people faith. And I think a lot of times we emphasize the faith part, but I think the teach part to me is what so stuck out at Rama that there's an anointing to teach faith. And so I think that mandate still, even though he's on the other side, it still continues down with your family and with the instructors that are there. Like it's just the anointing on this place to teach. And I think if you think of a good teacher, a good teacher is someone who shows you, 
how to do something that you don't know how to do shows and you shows how simply. yeah and shows yeah. simply and so you understand that's it. just it like you were saying just a little bit ago about like the hokey pokey took one foot in one foot out <laughs> like seven <laughs> steps of faith but yeah. but like i remember brother hagan we were actually here the last year that brother hagan uh, spoke classes and, uh, and and taught classes and and it was it was believe say believe like but it was, it was like, you believe it in your heart, you say it with your mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's what's on the, the, the shield, yeah. right? Yeah. And then stay in, stay believing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, so believe and say and just continue to believe. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that, that sounds pretty simple. Yeah. 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 So it was just, it's just the simplicity of and the practical teaching. application. Practical application. Yeah. Well, the, in the other side about it, you know, speaking my grandfather, I mean, he came off a deathbed. Mm-hmm. By following the example of Mark eleven twenty three yeah. twenty four, you know, saying with mouth, believing your heart, and having what you say, and um, you know, he got that revelation, and it utterly changed his life, and then changed millions because of him being able to teach that teach revelation, it, yeah. mm-hmm. and and even you know, his probably the most famous book, uh, the Believer's Authority, um, you know, one of the reasons you hear his teaching, he says, you know, in his generation, pretty much everyone always felt that if they need healing or need anything, they had to go to the church, and they're you know, mm-hmm. and the Bible does talk about go. You know, all the church will pray, and, and not saying you can't get healed that way. But Brother Hagin got a revelation that believers have authority. Yeah. You know, and that's where that book came. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's literally um, that book is normally around number fifty on the Christian charts every every month. I mean, yeah. you know, for, for I don't even know how many years. Probably gone up higher right now because we have, we sold a ton of those books so far in months. I mean, in twenty twenty two. It's going through the roof. Yeah, um, I heard January was like the first twenty days. It was like yeah. five thousand copies, and, and it might wow. it might have something yeah. to do with Eric Trump holding up the Believer's Authority yeah. on social media. But anyway, I'm <laughs> right. just showing. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We, we we gave a copy to Eric Trump. Um, he was he That's one awesome. of our events. Cool. That's so, amazing. So he was he was there holding it up with one of our Raymer grads, um, Aaron Antis, and wow. um, who get, who gave him the copy of the book. And so cool. you know, we hit social media. So maybe a lot of people wanted to find out what Eric Trump. You know, book he has. I don't know whether he's read it or not, but right. he, he, he had it. He <laughs> has has the book, cool. and so it's kind of an, an incredible thing. Yeah. But um, so you know, you're there, Raymond. Now, obviously, you guys both played basketball. Then, mm-hmm. um, not sure how good our teams were. And those, did you have, we have good teams. We, well, his was good. Mine yeah. was not. We won oh, the national championship, so yeah. I'm, I'm still have my picture in the in NRC. The, in the, yes. yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah, yeah his pictures. In the you NRC. probably I, I saw got, him, not me. I got the <laughs> ring. <laughs> I still got the ring. We did have some good girls teams. Though, we did, just not just my year. Not, not whenever you were there. So, I mean, you know, we we had some some yeah. great championship teams. Yeah. Um, over over the years, and um. You know, I always tell her when people always ask me, you know, why did, why don't we have the teams anymore? Well, for the girls' team, we had girls quit coming out. I mean, our, our last year, we, we were having trouble having five five girls that wanted to play basketball. Wow. And so, and, and in fact, I don't know how many times we would, we finished games with four girls on the on the floor. Oh, you know, wow. Um, you should have yeah. called me. I could have yeah. stepped in. And yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, um, so, cool. so the, well, and, um, then, um, well, actually, but still, I think that's our coach ended up leaving, and so we just didn't. Yeah. That in, in the same way with with um, Coach Shockley, the men's, um, it was COVID. COVID started happening. The mm-hmm. league kept on saying we don't even know if we're going to play this year, and all this stuff. And Coach got another opportunity to, to, to coach high school ball, and he took that opportunity. Um, we're still a member of, of all the leagues and stuff, and. You know, un, you know, unfortunately, fortunately, or whatever, no one has come up and said, hey, man, let's start another basketball team. Or, or, I mean, I need more than one player. I need, I need you know, 
<laughs> and so, because, you know, the thing about playing basketball at Rama, we didn't recruit people. It's like you come to Rama, you, you want to, you know, mm-hmm. then you want to play. That's fine, you know. So, um, so. They never asked me to play basketball. I, well, why. I don't think I'm tall enough <laughs> to play basketball. <laughs> but you know what I think so cool, too, about Rama um, is that a lot of times people, we, you know, we do, there is emphasis on the spiritual things, but also being able to come and also have activities and connect mm-hmm. with people. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of my greatest relationships that I met was hanging out at the NRC and, and getting to know. Actually, I met Pastor Craig at a Synergy event night, wow. you know, yeah. officially. Well, we were, well, well <laughs> I think that before you even started school. Yeah, I had, I even had, start, classes hadn't even started. Yeah, I mean, so for some of you out there, um, I, myself and, and, and Dan Taylor, um, we, we teach a thing called Synergy every Tuesday night, and it's for young adults. Actually, young adults are single of any age. If yes. you're single, you can be, if you're 80 years old and single, you're more than welcome to go to Synergy because you have nothing to do. You know, <laughs> If you're a young adult, here's the thing. You know, used to churches had singles ministries, and it was interesting because we, we had two singles that had been involved in our singles ministry for a long time. You know, and four or five, I mean, they dated for quite a while, or maybe they didn't date that, but anyway, then all of a sudden they get married. Like, do we have to get off? The, do we have to quit coming? You know, so, so we change it to young adults. Young adults all right. Yeah. So, so you know, the whole thing we we don't have we don't have um, child care. So you know, when people start having kids, a lot of times they quit coming to synergy yeah. because yeah. you know we're not child care. Busy, yeah. But 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 Anthony came and got right involved even before school started. Yep. You know, got involved in synergy. Came to a you know came to our events. You know, and 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 actually I remember. The guy's singing all the time. That, that's, <laughs> He's like, maybe. You, that's maybe. why we call him the human jukebox. I mean, Anthony would, I mean, you know, there, we, everything we talked about anything, he's always singing. I'm like, you need to join the choir. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, Anthony, you need to join the choir. Yeah. And, and I'm, so, glad, I'm glad I did. But it's, you know, those, and I, I even today, even traveling with passing them, you meet individuals that were on the basketball team and they're like youth pastors and children's mm-hmm. workers and so even though they had time where they did a fun activity mm-hmm. you know at here at Raymond because sometimes know, like, it was fun I guess yeah. <laughs> yeah some of them games man you'd be out there like man did they go kill the games is practice <laughs> right. hey now one time well, we we uh we dropped a game we should have won up in Kansas and coach Shockley had us run after the game <laughs> and, and a way gym and the janitor was standing there, and he's like, uh, and he said, "Just give me the keys. We'll lock up." We were, we were, we ran for over an hour at the end of the game. And the way jump. You remember Carlos White? Anyway, yes. that was our year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, all right. So that was Carlos's year. Yeah. 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 yeah I wouldn't have made it. Y'all had but to do all that. You, you said something about the activities. I actually just took um, two uh, two young kids. Uh, one's a first year student. Uh, last night's hog hunting at night over on the place that I have, and so we're out there. Well, I was asking them. I said, "Hey, how did you guys hear about Rama? You know." And, um, and they said, uh, and so this is what's so cra- crazy. He said, and I, um, he said, well, I didn't really hear about it. I, it was just kind of roundabout way, but the Lord spoke to my heart yes. to wow. come. And so it's like, it's like, so nobody like planted that seed. He's like, no, it was just like, I had kind of heard about it. And so I kind of, kind of started looking that way and it led me there. Yep. Well, so I, and he said, and he said, so I heard you're teaching a podcast tomorrow or, or talking on a podcast. You got invited to pastor Craig's podcast. And I'm like, yeah, how'd you hear that? He's like, I don't know. I listened to them all. And I listened to them all this last or whatever at work. And so I know that there's a lot of even young Rama students that are listening here. And you said something about getting connected. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. you know, because of, and this is what I, I like to talk to my kids or anyone that we have sent to Rama is when you come here, because of what God's wanting to impart, don't just give 
the the two the 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 morning classes you know don't just give till noon and one o'clock but get in and serve and get connected because it's in that place where you come under right like you're you're a vessel that's being filled and by coming under like you'll get the full measure of what you came for and so we always tell people these are these kids that we're sending like uh, and we told which is now our youth pastor austin amy howard that like listen guys you need to you know, when you get there, you get plugged in, you serve, you, yeah. you know, at that house. I know there's all kinds of cool churches, like they're everywhere in the nation, right? But they don't carry the same right. uh, assignment, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And yes. and what you came for, get all that you came for. And they're saying, like, just the the ancient things, in a sense, uh, the path, the Word of God, the principles are just, they're just, they, 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 they love the song, even the song, the Rhema song, what yeah. the years I spent at Rhema, right? Yeah. I know yeah. it's kind of funny and maybe even kind of sometimes cheesy, but yeah, like... Because I help write the song. Pastor Craig, <laughs> well, he the is, song. Did you really? Craig is a songwriter. Yes. He oh. writes songs. So you, yeah. don't, you, so you haven't heard that story? I wrote that song. This was before the human jukebox yeah. that we yes. had you, right? Uh, right. How does it go? How does it go again? Standing <laughs> here today. In God's will divine. It's in your will divine, not yeah. God's I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that. It's in here today, in your will divine. In your I, not God's will divine. I'm yeah. just saying, see? I was taken back to a precious time. time. I, I was trained, trained to, to, to the, the world, world I could go. go. Rayma taught oh, me what boy. I needed to know. And the, what happened was, is the course of the song, um, we were, my mom says, we, I want to, we, we actually used to use David Ingalls, Thank You Loving Father, called Rayma Family Hymn, um, but that, he didn't write that for Raymond. We just kind of adopted it. And I don't even know what it has to do with Raymond. So my mom <laughs> decided that we should have an alma mater. And so we, one of our, our guys on, on, on staff at the time, Joel Siegel, was, was, he, he wrote some songs or whatever. And so we told Joel, gave him a couple months or whatever to, to write a song. So he wrote that course. So we played the course. And so what, how's the course go? I mean, um. I went, um, uh, my I learned that you I learned so I'll carry the flame and I'll go never the same. Yeah, so that that part. So anyway, my mom listened to it, said, "Well, yeah, that's not enough." So I went back and said, "I gave him another month." I said, "Put some more, put something else to it." So he comes month later, hands it back and says, "Um, I don't have anything." <laughs> so I sat in my mom's office, and um, she goes, "Well, I want you know more," and she goes. I, I want you to think about this because we're going to sing this song on graduation day, you know. And so, you know, you're standing there during graduation day and you're thinking about, you know, what experiences you had at Raymond, all these kind of things. And so I said, um, okay, you know, so you expect me to write the song? She goes, I, I don't care who writes it. <laughs> so I, I got with them, with them. Eugene Gregory there on, and, and Rich King yeah. and um, one of the other guys that was there. And I basically just said what mom said. So that's how I, I okay, here's the first line, standing here today because you're standing there, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's, I feel so embarrassed and that, that, I, that you can't say the wrong lyrics to a song to somebody yeah. that wrote it that's in the room. That's yeah. that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, I actually didn't write the second line, In Your Will Divine. That was, um, Eugene wrote that, that second line. I had the standing here today. Sorry, Eugene. Um, but but I came up with, the, I was taken back to a precious, precious time. time. Because, you know, because reflecting back yeah, to it. Um, precious so, time. Because my, my mom used those words, reflecting, you know, my time Raymond. So, that's, so she kind of wrote it too. Yeah, I mean, my, my mom basically. <laughs> I wrote down some things that she said, and I went. We, we're going to put it to words. So, so technically, I guess it was her thoughts. Yes. Um, yeah. But but that's how the song came. And the funny part about it is, we all know, 
you know, we sing that every every exaltation, yes. and people are laughing about it, joking. But on on graduation day, tears, when man. you sing that Crying. song, mm-hmm. because you know, see, we wrote that song to be sung on graduation day <laughs> to think about you know what you went through. You know, I, I know this is you know. A, we didn't mean to have a podcast on songwriting, but, you know, but that's you know, really what it, it was, you know, what it was intended purpose for, you know, was not to sing every exaltation and things like that. Because you don't, you don't, it doesn't become a reality until you're standing there, yeah. you know, getting ready to take that baton. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, or actually, you already have your baton, I guess. You've already received the baton. You're, you're ready to go out to the world. And that's what the song is about. But mm-hmm. you're standing there and you're rehearsing the deposits that have been made mm-hmm. and... Yeah. You're just like, wow, my life, I'll go never the same yeah. Yeah. because of the things and the truths that have been deposited. Yes. Yeah. There's a rock. There's a, mm-hmm. there's, there's a foundation that's been built. Like no matter what I face, no matter where I go, there is, there is victory. There's faith to overcome and, and, and be great. Whether it is, and this is what's so cool, it's whether you're a pastor yeah. or whether you just, the Word of God, he, he, he partners with us no matter where we're called, right. you know. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, wow, what did you, like God, what you did and, and even the opportunity to exercise your faith in these times where there's that with the rhema noodles you know um uh, you know <laughs> that's ramen noodles, ramen noodles. For, for everybody else but you know. i still like ramen noodles I do too. <laughs> so like just being a kid you know or just coming out of high school you know it, you didn't have all the high paying job and all that so you had to use your faith and that's what it's always going to take to take a step when the lord's leading you it's not like everything's always lined up right, right. it's yeah. like you take mm-hmm. that step because you had him leading you and he won't push you like yeah. like even right now you might be listening and you're like i kind of feel that leading well take the step, take the step. Yeah. you know step. yeah and sometimes the step is calling to get a packet yeah, yeah or, or, or the step is to go to rbtc.org <laughs> Ray, um, rbtc.org if you'll just go there right now you know, because most of us all, well, I'm all, you know, 98% of the population carries a smartphone. Right. You know, so you can actually, you know, go to rbtc.org right there. You can give us your email and your phone number and your name, and we'll immediately email you out a packet telling you all about Rama. You can also, there's many things on the website. You can find out more, um, you know, probably somewhere. You can actually Google the Rama song and probably get that somewhere on on someplace. Somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's on there somewhere or or. Raymond graduation, which is actually a, a just an awesome thing. I mean, it's it's a production. Most people's graduation is not a production. Yes. Um, I, I will say that um, I'm the one who put together most of that production. Uh, we didn't have a flag ceremony. We didn't have all kinds of different things. But a lot of times, it was my mom had ideas, and you know, like, um, well, the when you the flame. Oh yeah, uh, light another flame. Yeah. Light, well, what happened was they went they went to Simoa. And they they carry torches and he goes, well, can we carry torches? I'm like, not really, but but we we actually were able to somehow some way two people carry torches next year, 2023. No, there's two people that carry torches oh. know, at Raymond graduation. Yeah. Everybody else carries a candle because you know we didn't want to have 300 torches, um, and so I, I was actually surprised that the Tulsa Convention Center at the time when we were because we, we were downtown, they actually let us do it, but. They would, and then she goes, I want to see all the flags. So we come up with a flag ceremony at, at graduation. Yeah. So, I mean, so she always had ideas. And then dad, one day in the middle of a sermon, bring out the batons. And yeah. so she goes, because, no, they, we cut that off. So he, he goes, hey, Craig, you, you think we can, we can get batons? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> so, you know. It would be a shining light. It's, it's always, like, stuck in my head. Well, I've been singing it for the last 10 years. So, yeah. you know, but. 
You mean you know, the, the healing bomb to the yeah, nations? Yeah, and when you look, when you, when I you, would say bomb and not bomb. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> healing bomb. But yeah. you know what? I was thinking too, Pastor Craig, um, and, I, and you probably can help me say this right. I may say it wrong, but Pastor, I hear him say it a lot of times that Rama is just as much as caught as it is taught. Yeah. And I remember Pastor Craig. Now this may not. I mean, maybe you grew up knowing this, but I um, it was in your financial management class. Pastor Craig has a class on financial management. And in that class, it was my it was our first class that you have mm-hmm. of the first term at Raymond. First term, first first. Let's first, get your finances together. <laughs> and um, the reason we had that we had so many people that didn't know how to do a budget, and they would come. They couldn't afford tuition, and so they're like, "Well, where's your budget?" They didn't have one, so we that was why the first class was to learn how to budget. Yeah, that's where we learned, Pastor Craig, like blueberry. What's that blueberry? Cereal? Uh, bo- blueberry. <laughs> blueberry. <laughs> yeah. And um, he was teaching on tithing. He was talking about tithing and. You know, some people get in net gross. And he took us to Romans 8, 1. And it said, therefore, now there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ. And I'm sitting there like almost about just crying because I'm like just that word, just knowing that there is no fear of punishment to those that are in Christ. It it that just changed my life. Just just that little bit of getting to know like, man, there is no fear of punishment because I'm in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so those are the things that you catch. You know, as you're sitting in those classes and you're hearing the word and you're learning things. And I probably caught more than I wrote down because I'm really not a good note taker. But <laughs> but you passed. But I passed. <laughs> praise God. So I, that right, Rain was just a special place. It is. Amen. Well, actually, we're going to bring you back for the next podcast. Well, we're going to talk about how you got to your church. And then I know you had a church name change and how, how it became beyond church and things like that. But first of all, once again, you that are listening if you're interested in maybe learning more about the Bible or you, if you know that you're called to, to the ministry, Rama Bible Training College is a wonderful place, rbtc.org. If you'll just go there, give us your information, we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, set up a, a tour to come visit us here at Rama. But it's a wonderful, wonderful place. Amen. Well, here at Rama, we're bringing hope, hope help, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day.